0: Welcome to Lasting Truth, a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills, in Banning, California, where Pastor Ryan Hussein teaches the entire Word of God, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, giving our listeners the opportunity of receiving the full counsel of God. In today's program, we are studying the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 12. Here's Pastor Ryan.
1: Not- Well, I see the need, but that ain't my calling. I'm waiting for that calling, man. When that calling comes in, I'll take that calling. What calling is washing feet? You know, the Lord got on his knees, took a servant's towel, and he washed feet. Does anybody here have the gift of washing feet? I'm sure that we would say, no, that's not really my gift. I'll let that pass by. See, my gift is whatever he needs, I'll do. All right? He'll figure out the giftings as I do it. What is the need? It's like the, the good Samaritan, right? The guy's on the road, busted up and robbed by by men. And all of these priests are like, whoop, that's not my calling to help that dude. And he's just sitting there all bleeding out. And then here comes this heathen, this Samaritan. Man, they don't even worship God right, has compassion on him and, binds his wounds and takes them to the inn. He gives money to the innkeeper. If there's any more expenses, I'll pay for it. That love. You know, that, when it comes to spiritual gifts, oh, you know, it's, like, it's not about the gift. It's about do we have love? This is your house as much as it is mine. I always tell people, it's not my house. This is God's church. It's your house. If this is your church, this is your house. Some of your kids over there need help. What do you mean my kids? My kids are, all those kids are our kids. So if they need a teacher to fill in, man, you know what I mean? Think about it. Pray about it. You know, why else are we here? We're the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. But there's a lack of contentment in some folks, and I understand how the flesh is. I mean, I got in the ministry uh just by, I was asked by a pastor to go with them to the county jail and was shocked that I was able to go in, that I passed that background, but I shared with you, I had a clean record, right? But I had some things there. I was able to go in Orange County, Jail, but before we went in, in the parking lot, he goes, can you be the one that shares to the inmates? He was giving me a 15 minute notice, you know, it's like, dude, Really? Uh and I read that morning in my devotion. This is why we say read the word every single day. Because in the morning I was reading about Moses and how he didn't want to speak. I can't speak, Lord, I can't speak. So I read that that morning. and I'm pinned. God pinned me, man. You know, The word of God, that's what it does. It pins you. Can't wiggle out of that one. You read it this morning. You can't deny that was God speaking to your heart. And now he's giving you the opportunity. Are you going to do it Moses or not? And so that's what I ended up uh, doing. That was my first time. A hundred people, a hundred inmates, dudes, and then another thirty they brought in female inmates. So it was like crazy. And then I ran into the chaplain, you know, a couple months later, and there's like he's like, "We've been looking for you. We didn't know how to get a hold of you. We want you back. We wanted you back since that one time." And so I started going into the jails, and then I met Pastor Jerry with U-turn, and it just the the Lord got it going. But it wasn't something that I that I said, I'm going to be, a, I'm going to be, you know, like many do with college, right? I'm going to be an engineer. You go to school, uh, get, you know, do math and become an engineer. Or whatever. Like the call this calling is just of the Lord. He either calls you or you don't. And and if he calls you, he's faithful to do it. He opens up the, the doors and that's what happened. And when God starts using us and and we see some real fruit in that, that's when the real danger comes in. Because we start off humble and broken, but then we can end up falling into pride. And, and, it, and it hit me, and it and it still hits me. And we all have to, you know, uh, watch pridefulness, a lack of contentment, uh, discontentment. We have to watch for all of that. Because you, you, you and I may have been humble one day, the next day we can be the most prideful, arrogant, stuck-up people in the world. How does that happen? Because our flesh is so rotten. Our, who can help us from these bodies of death? We thank God Jesus can. If we walk in the spirit, we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. But I remember becoming an ordained pastor at Calvary Chapel, Romoland. And ah, you know, when people call me Pastor Ryan, I must admit in my flesh, I like the sound of that. Aye, aye, aye. That's why the church is took so long to get going cuz he had to break me speaking of the body from the ankles up he had to break me and he still continues to break me to get to the point where i'm back to being the sinful woman washing his feet saying i'll do anything just forgive me i'll do anything just forgive me. I don't care what it is. I'm better to be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to share with the spoils of the wicked. You know, I'll do anything. And, that. And, and you know, but I, again, I, I had to check myself. And God checked me. And he checked me for many hard years as I was driving to Caltrans and, and working. And we had the church on Hammerling here. And it was just hard. But he did it. But I understand the whole foot not being happy that he's not a hand. Uh, what's the other one? The the, the, and the ear should say, because I'm not of an eye, I am not of the body. And there are people, trust me, I've been doing this for some time. And man, I, you know what, I, I don't have the, you know, and they look at churches like it's America's Got Talent or something. And it's like, man, if I don't get that position up there on that stage, you know, then you have no eye for talent and I'm out of here. You know, it's like, yeah, it's not that that's not how it works. Do you love God? Do you love God Then help where it's needed and God will get you where you need to be. We are open to the Holy Spirit. Show us. We want people with the different gifts to get to where they want it. But you don't find any. If you're just like, man, I'm, I'm gonna wait for my thing to open up. You know, what's Jesus's thing? He has to do it all. You know, and we have the same spirit in us. We should be willing to say, man, I'll, I'll, I'll do anything, whatever's needed. I'll clean, I'll take out trash, I'll pick up trash, I'll. Whatever's needed. That's the heart God wants us to have. And so First um, uh, Timothy uh, chapter 6, verse 6 says, Now godliness with contentment is great gain. The word content, guys, it means a resting or satisfaction of mind without disquiet. Acquiescence, which is a word I'll probably never use again. Acquiescence fellas brothers sisters it means a silent submission with contentment of mine just like I, my mind's at rest i'll do anything for the. my mind's at rest man i'm not you know but i've been at this a long time people want to be they want they want an audience to speak to people that's a big one too you know it's like they want an you know. I the women. I need. I need to speak into the women at, at your church. Yeah, we don't know you too well, so probably not. But in their head, they think I got all of this wealth of wisdom and all. Of it's like you know, good, but we don't know you too well. Can you wait? You know, guy, and it happens too men too. Man, I'm a. You know, it's like, I'm a, you know, throughout the years, it's like, you know, we are concerned with the little kids. We're concerned with that lawn yeah. being mowed. We're concerned with, you know what I mean? The church has so many things. If you care about God's house and God's people, he will get you, man. Because once you see that someone loves God just for God and someone loves the church just for the sake of God and the church, then you can use them for things. And it's not dangerous. That's why Paul says, don't let a novice come in and teach lest they be puffed up like the devil with pride and fall. That's why he says, look, deacons, make sure that they're all tested first. Okay, and he also says the things that you have learned, pass this on to faithful men who can then teach others. That's God's standards. Amen. But But if but a lot of churches don't teach through the Bible, they never get to those parts in the Bible. But we do. And it makes for longevity and sustainability within our church. Thank God for Calvary chapels. The word of God. We're here. You know what I mean? You guys see the Jesus revolution? I've never mentioned it from the point. Have you guys seen the revolution in Jesus? Right. So it's like Lonnie Frisbee, the hippie preacher. Like he. You know, after that movie or whatever, he ends up going to like Florida and, and, and things don't, you know, he goes from one movement to another. The next best thing to the next best thing. Calvary Chapel stayed with the teaching of the word. We have about 2000 Calvary Chapels that are in the world today and many more wanting to be Calvary Chapels. Why? Because the word of God is what's going to keep the body strong. It'll outlast any fireworks. So, yeah. But not all Calvary chapels are Calvary chapels. But I don't want to get all into that now. We are the Calvary. We are part of Calvary Chapel Association. We are with Chuck's Sons of the Faith, and that's who we are. All right, so. Contentment, Lord, give us contentment, right? Give us this restfulness of mind and heart. If God wants you to have something, He you, you are going to have it eventually. You just are obedient to God, right? I would I would drive home from from Caltrans on the two ten, bottled water, pouring it over my head to stay awake after work. Coming here to teach on a Wednesday night or over there, and I would pour it on my head. Why, Lord? Why? Why hast thou forsaken me? <laughs> thou doesn't love me anymore. Have I sinned? Because I wanted to go full time. I was just so tired of doing both. I was like, oh, migraines. And finally, he heard my cry. And it grew, and, and I was gone. You know what I mean? So it'll come to you. Nothing can get in the way with it. You just have to be obedient now. As a surfer, not, I'm not a surfer. As a guy who tries to surf, when I'm out there, I, I'll sit out there and I'll pray. And all Christians who surf say it's their prayer time. Yeah, right. It's your fun time. But we have fun and we pray, whatever. So I'm out there and I look at, you look out to see if there's waves coming. And, you know, if it, if it, if, it, if it's good, they're rolling in in V's and A frames. The rolling end. Wherever the A-frame is, wherever the peak is, you want to go to it because that's where it's going to break. That's where you want to go. And I remember sitting out there like, you know, Lord, send me a wave. Send me a wave. And I see an A-frame over there. I see an A-frame over there. Send me a wave, Lord. Send me a wave. The Lord's like, I have. It's over there. Don't be lazy. <laughs> And it's over there. Don't be lazy. That's 50 yards, Lord. <laughs> and that, you know what I mean? And that's kind of how we are with like my gift, my calling. You know, where's my calling? Calling is probably in the children's ministry for a season. It's probably in the cleaning crew. It's probably helping to mow the lawn or something. You know, it's probably one of those. And then we see that you have love and humility. And then the sky's the limits. Then we can say, you know what? It's your, it's your turn. It's your turn to share the word or it's your turn to speak to the women because you've shown yourself to love as the body is supposed to love. If the whole were the hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them in the body just as he pleased. And if they were all one member or one part, where would the body be? Verse 20. But now, indeed, there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor, again, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather... Those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. So again, here's another negative attitude that he's warning the church. Don't have this attitude where like, you know, only your position, only your calling is like what's important. God is saying all of the parts are important to all all the functions are important i love the ushers the security uh the cleaning crews uh, the women who pray for 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 the sermons i mean it's amazing what everybody does and they're all important god would say don't have an attitude like one 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 part is not important they're all equally important to god and I like what Paul says here, those members of the body which seem to be weaker. I like the word that he uses. It seem it seems to you that they're weaker, but they're not weaker to God. It seems to you that they're less honorable, but they're not just not less honorable to God. I love going to Mexico, man. It humbles me when we go on these mission trips. These people are are just really poor. And, and I mean, real poor as in a lot poor, but real poor as in they're not poor because they've done a bunch of drugs and they don't want to work. They're really poor. And the pastors that minister to them in Manadero are themselves very, you know, poor and humble. And I remember going over there this one time and I sat, I sat in that sanctuary and I thought, you know, one of the brothers went up, and there's some, some. You know, I don't know him too well. He's a big tattoo back here, and he's just, and here's the next homie, kind of judging a homie. And I, and and I, and as he was walking up there, I, I know where this is coming from. This is not me. This is my my wicked heart. This is not the, the my spirit. This is the flesh. I said, Lord, may you bless him. And may you speak to me. And he went up there and he nailed it, spoke to me in his humble preaching. And it was just like, you know, I'm still the woman cleaning his feet. That's a heart within the body of Christ that we have to have. Like everybody's important because, you know, there are there were people who were touched by that man's message. Um you'd be surprised who god uses god wants us to believe in the best in one another that he can use a donkey he can use me he can use anybody so these these parts that some might in the world and their distinctions like really really you're a minister really you're a christian really you go to church really yeah you know god and the way they look at us the way they hate us those who obviously are rejectors of christ you know they they look down upon us do they not they we're weird we're, we're we're strange that we don't go in the same dissipation as they do in the destructive lives lifestyle that they we've already done enough of that we're different we're set apart from society they look at us as weird i remember in working for for caltrans you know it's like uh you know, my boss knew that I was a believer, you know, and and she knew it early when I got hired. She knew it early. You know, because even on my application, I, I, I was sharing some of the ministerial things that I was doing, you know, um, and and so they knew, they knew, and they hired me. You know, just like anybody else, it's not them, it's anybody else. There's a there's a sense of skepticism, respectful skepticism. But after they saw my life for a long time, it's amazing how the Lord would use me to share little nuggets about the Lord to my boss and then to my boss's boss, then to other, over the years as I grew in the Lord, then to uh, administrators, then to like really big shots. I ended up doing a a wedding at the district director's house, the the acting district, uh, district director's house. So above him was one more guy in Sacramento and above him was the governor. And here I am, this tonto from Elmani. But God, you would think there's no one this kid can, you know, but that's how God does it, that He gets all the glory. So, you know, we don't we don't dishonor what we what seems to be the weaker parts. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty, but our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it, that there should be no schism in the body. You know, like even the smaller parts of the human body, man, you think about your pinky toe. Do you really need it? Your pinky right do we even think about them they're so important aren't aren't they we wouldn't cut it off just for free ever ever we just wouldn't they're important they're important that there should be no schism in the body god doesn't want division within the church of, of of jesus christ he doesn't want any division he wants us to have unity in the body, that the members should have the same care for one another. That's the purpose of the body and the gifts of the spirit that we would care for one another, like our heart should be, "I love God and I want to care for his people and if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. If a member falls away through through divisiveness or sin or some, if they fall away. It hurts the whole body, you know, and that's why the body needs to work, you know, come together um, in, in unity. And, and if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. On Wednesday night, we're, we're in Second Chronicles in the Old Testament and Hezekiah was a good king, good king. His father was a terrible king. His father aborted his son in the fires of Baal. Terrible king. And so his father had destroyed the temple in Jerusalem, left it in rubbish, broke down the doors, pagan worship all around Jerusalem. On every street, there was incense altars to pagan gods. The kingdom of Judah was a mess. The kingdom of Israel in the north, the, the Hebrews in the north, they were taken by the Assyrians into slavery, into captivity, because they had turned away from God years and years prior. Hezekiah is 25 years old. He comes to the throne. His dad dies. What does he do? He has a heart for God. He opens up the temple, repairs the doors, calls the priests and the Levites, repairs, the, restores the worship of the Lord, cleans the streets, invites all the people. They're rejoicing. They're going to worship the Lord. They're going to have the Passover that they hadn't had in decades. And he goes, you know what? He, he wrote a letter to even the, the remnant in the northern tribes. Like any of those Hagan brothers of ours up in the north. If they would just return to the Lord, he wrote to them, God will return to you and he'll care for your brothers that are in captivity. And, and the runners went up there with the, with the, with the, with the, with the mail. They laughed at them. Many mocked and laughed at them, but others humbled themselves and made the journey to Jerusalem. They were going to hold the Passover. The lambs would be slaughtered again, which is a picture of our Lord Jesus. And um, it says there in chapter 30 that God's hand was upon them and that he gave them singleness of heart to follow the commands of the Lord. He gave them singleness of heart. In other words, their oneness was from the Lord. But God first had to see their heart that they were making the efforts to come back to his temple. He saw their effort. Unity, oneness in the body of Christ doesn't just happen. I wish it did. Imagine that, rolling out of bed. Oh, there's oneness in the universe. There's oneness in the church. Does that happen in our marriage, guys? Right? Do we roll out of bed? Oh, unity in our home? Uh Uh-uh. Not even close. It's Get in the spirit, lest you tear each other to pieces, right? It's unity. You have to work at it, right? Paul says, if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You cannot, unity is not just going to happen in our homes and it's certainly not going to happen in the church. We have to make it happen. How do we make it happen? Our efforts. Paul would say in Ephesians, Endeavoring to keep the unity of the saints.
0: Thank you for joining us today at Lasting Truth Radio. If you're in the area, come out and join us for Sunday services at 8:30 a.m. and at 10:30 a.m. or Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We are located at 3035 West Nicollet Street in Banning, California. You can also find us on YouTube or Instagram.